The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Pro Football Hall of Famer and former Buffalo Bill Andre Reed. You're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circle the Wagons podcast on Buffalo Rumbling podcast network nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills go bills Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey, Bills Mafia. Welcome to another episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Nate. Thank you all so much for joining us in another off-season episode. We have a couple of huge topics to discuss especially for this point in June before training camp. It's kind of cool. We have a a couple of big topics. The first one is the Leonard Floyd signing, which of course happened right after we dropped our episode last week about the Ed Oliver extension. So Leonard Floyd signing, this will be our first chance to talk about that signing by Brandon Bean, defensive end Leonard Floyd signs a one-year deal with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Guy brings some stuff. Guys, bring some uh, some hot sauce to the mix. So uh, we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about Josh Allen making the cover of Madden 24. Not only is Josh Allen the first Buffalo Bill to be on the cover of Madden, he is the first Bills quarterback. And uh, yeah, that's what I meant to say first. The first Bills quarterback and then the first Buffalo Bill in general. So they're going to talk about that. Maybe a little bit about the Madden curse. We didn't get to that last week, so now's a perfect time. Uh but first, this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spires Sportsbook at Delago. If you are in the Western New York or Central New York area, do yourselves a favor. Check out the Twin Spires Sportsbook at Delago at the Delago Resort and Casino. If you guys haven't heard us before, uh, we've been to several sports books over the time either in vegas or atlantic city or uh other places in syracuse that shall not be named uh it is up there if not the best it is one of the best it competes with all of those places i'd say it competes with a lot of the strip sports books that we've been to or at least that i've been to on vegas i've been to new york new york i've been to mgm i've been to um the bellagio like it's up there man it is a nice place to go would you call them strip sports books Strip sports with the Vegas Strip Sportsbook. Is that what that's what they're called. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, we might have we might have created a whole new category of sports books. <laughs> created a whole lot of disappointed patrons at the sports books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's a good idea. Maybe we'll keep that one in our back pocket. So, <laughs> or maybe I'll make that suggestion to Twinspire Sportsbook. <laughs> you know, you could double the amount of patrons there if you just uh, yeah. Jeez, I was going to say 10x. 10x. <laughs> it was like a whole set. Like, it'll have to be, like, all walled off from the general population. <laughs> What's that pink area we can't get through that there's a big bouncer in the front of? <laughs> uh, as you heard, I'm joined by my co-host, John and Mike. Fellas, it is so good to talk to you again, both of you together with me in this off-season episode, June 12th episode. How are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Love the idea of combining all of our passions. <laughs> you mean sports club and or sports no, I just, books and anything. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, love food love combining. Yeah, but Chad, how you doing, man? Doing great. I'm ready. I'm. It's it's June. I'm kind of ready. For, it's weird. It's like oh, it's we got all this awesome stuff planned for the summer, but at the same time, it's like eh, it'd be nice if it was September too. Because <laughs> I know, to, right? To hit the field, you know. I know you don't wish summer away. Summer hasn't even started. You don't wish summer away, but you can't help but think like, yeah, football is on the horizon. I just want to get get started, get into this. So that's what we're doing right now. First things first, the Buffalo Bills, as I mentioned, signed defensive end Leonard Floyd, free agent defensive end to a Brandon Bean special, which is a one-year deal. Uh, Floyd played for the Los Angeles Rams between 2020 and 2022, and in that three-year span, he almost posted 30 sacks. He had 29 sacks, 59 quarterback hits. Um, last season, or not, I'm sorry, last season, he did have nine sacks, 22 quarterback hits in 17 starts. Um, he was on the Super Bowl winning team on the other side of Von Miller when the Super Bowl winning Los Angeles Rams. Uh, hoisted the Lombardi Trophy, and uh, it's it's an exciting. I, I I was really happy. I was I was kind of upset that it happened right after we posted our podcast last week about Ed Oliver. I thought that would literally be the only. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised with this uh, pickup, guys. Uh, first off, like Brandon Bean, um, I thought he had a pretty good off season in free agency in general. I think he solidified the line, added some pieces, um, really had some some. Uh, added some talent to areas which I didn't necessarily think he would uh and then the draft came along I thought he added more pieces and covered some holes and added more depth and strength and then after that he extended an Oliver he signed Puna Ford and now he signed defensive end Leonard Floyd so John I'll start with you first uh when you saw the surprise the sign the signing excuse me were you surprised and uh what were your thoughts on that I wouldn't say I'm was surprised i just maybe uh unexpected i wasn't really thinking about them adding at that point um i think it definitely points to we, we were talking about it last week with von miller not being ready for the start of the season and i think this kind of confirms that adding somebody else that can rush the quarterback um is definitely going to help he, and he's you know he's got a bunch of tackles for losses you know he's had you know between nine and ten and a half sacks each of the last three years so it, bunch of quarterback hits so i think it's gonna de- definitely help yeah absolutely mike what were your thoughts on the leonard floyd signing well i'd like to believe vaughn when he says he'd be back but 
I don't. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, t- we talked oh. a little bit about that last week. He thought he'd be ready for week one. I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think they're signing this guy. I don't think they're signing Floyd if he's going to be ready for week one. Um, but I think uh, Miller, just reading, like he was instrumental in bringing Floyd over. I think that's really cool. He seems like a, uh, it's interesting. He's a bigger man than I. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, we always we thought the defensive line, especially at defensive end position, was the deepest it ever been last season. When they added Von Miller, then they had Greg Rousseau and all these young guys mm-hmm. um, chomping at the bit, and then so you have all those same guys, including Shaq Lawson, which they brought back on one year deal. So you have all those guys, and then you include Leonard Floyd. So it's like you have this now, not only like the great starting lineup. Then when Von Miller comes back, like this is the best defensive line, the Bills. I mean, it it reminded me the other day, I I was thinking, you ever guys ever do thing like wash dishes or take a shower and you just think of everything else? Like, and randomly stuff just comes to you. Maybe you're at work, you're doing something mundane. And like, I remember the Bills having to re-sign Chris Kelsey to these exorbitant deals because they had nobody better. And it wasn't that he was that good. It was just like, well, uh, we don't have anyone good, so I guess we got to keep him. <laughs> and you'd be like, he'd get like a top 10 salary. You're like, the guy hasn't even had a Pro Bowl. <laughs> like, you know, it was just, it was maddening. And now you go from that to this, and it's just like, it's not an embarrassment of riches, but it's like, man, this is this is turning out to be potentially, I mean, we had defensive end as a need on our Buffalo Bills big board of needs team needs you know when we go into the offseason before free agency before the draft we had middle linebacker one defensive tackle at two offensive lineman at three and then defensive end at four and they never addressed that really uh throughout free agency the first part of free agency or the draft so i thought that they just weren't going to address it but um i was at least i was unsuspected like john was but i was also surprised because i didn't think that they were going to go for it but surprisingly they did and uh i'm all right with it you thought wrong (laughs) <laughs> we, the Bills keep taking players from the uh, from the Rams too. Did anyone notice that? Yeah. That's like the third or fourth player, maybe. Taylor yeah, they had Rapp. a bunch. They had like maybe four this offseason, including Floyd. Yeah, Floyd, Taylor Rapp, David Edwards, the guard, right? So that's three right there. There might be a fourth one. I can't think of at the moment. Yeah, it's yeah. I think is um, I can't remember. It was a depth guy though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course Miller from last year. Yeah. All the good players, the players that were on the Super Bowl team. <laughs> so, uh, so that was exciting. Um, the guy, if you I, if you don't follow us on Instagram or Twitter, we're at CTW Pod. I posted some really cool highlights of Leonard Floyd, and people are quick to say, especially because you know, like we said last week, and I've and I've mentioned before, I like to go on the message boards of other teams to see what they think about the players that the Bills. Uh, signed or whatever, and uh, a lot of play- a lot of people were saying that he was a good player, and then of course, you know. The fans that are okay with him leaving were like, you know, it's the Aaron Donald effect. It doesn't matter who you put next to him. He, they're going to thrive. And the clips and the the highlights, at least that I showed on Instagram and Twitter, uh, they showed an area where Leonard Floyd brought – He it appears he brings a lot of speed that the Bills don't necessarily have on the edge. Uh, and the highlights that I showed, at least – uh, showed him beating his guy one-on-one. They had nothing to do with Aaron Donald. So that was encouraging because, you know, you're kind of worried as a Bills fan, is it really the Aaron Donald effect because you know that's real? They're going to dedicate two or three guys to that. But, I mean, if it's just Leonard Floyd going up against the left tackle or the right tackle of the Arizona Cardinals and he beats him outright and gets a free path right to – I mean, just think about, like, the Bills 
defensive ends? Like, how often do they ever get a free rush all the way to the team's opposing quarterback? Not that often. So, I'm excited about it. It seems like never. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, you know, Boogie Basham really just went right at the quarterback, unblocked. Like, he's just that fast. The Bills don't have speed. They don't have speed on the edge. That's it. So, he gets it. It should be interesting. I will note. We don't know how this is going to go. It should be interesting to see what happens to Shaq Lawson. I wonder if they look at maybe trade bait for either him or A.J. Epinesa or something like that. It's possible. It's possible that they don't keep all five of them. Um, I don't think there's much value for Shaq Lawson. I'm sure he just signed a one-year uh, vet minimum deal. I didn't really look at the details, but maybe an A.J. Epinesa. Whoever leaves will become a star. <laughs> <laughs> the next Wyatt Teller. Uh, so, so guess who had the most... So, I'll give you guys one guess who had the most sacks with Von Miller. It was actually tied at eight sacks. I'm sure you guys will guess this one. Rousseau. Rousseau. Correct. Who? Rousseau. What's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mike is right. Mike is right. Good job, Mike. Uh, who had who had the third most sacks on the Buffalo Bills, though? I bet you don't know this. Mike, Mike can guess first this time. <laughs> it could be... Defensive end or defensive tackle, just so you know. Or maybe yeah, even we linebacker. We know. We know. Yeah, we know who it is. <laughs> who is it? Then I don't You guys are all doing different hand signals. <laughs> I don't think it's long. What the hell is that? That's me giving it one of these. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. That's just me making funny I get funny. I gotta say Epinesa. <laughs> Funny hand and mouth motions. Oh, would you AJ. say Epinesa? <laughs> yes, Mike's right. <laughs> Good job, Mike. Sorry, John. That's what you were doing. I just said it. No, no, no I know. I know. <laughs> well done, John. You did get Epinesa. Epinesa has so Von Miller and Greg Rousseau each had eight sacks, tied for eight sacks. Mind you, Rousseau uh, Rousseau only played in thirteen games. I thought he played. He must have missed a few due to injury. Jeez. Um, Von Miller played only 11 games. Rousseau played 13 games. Epinesa played 15 games and had six and a half sacks. The next was Shaq Lawson with three and a half sacks, which is crazy. If you had asked me if who was fourth on the Bills with sacks, I wouldn't have thought Shaq Lawson for some reason. I thought Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver, Ed Oliver was fifth with two and a half sacks. And then it went Daquan Jones and Boogie Basham with two sacks. Matt the Missile Milano with one and a half, and then a bunch of other guys. So. The Cookie? Matt the Cookie Milano, Matt the uh, there was there was this cool guy I followed back on Twitter because he had a cool Matt Milano handle. Hold on, and I said I'm literally only following you because of your cool handle. Take down Milano for some reason I like that one. Take down Milano, Matt the Take down Milano. Okay, uh, so we had the Leonard Floyd signing, the one year signing, adding some depth on the defensive. Like why did you have to put the guy down? I don't understand. What? How did I take? How did I put him down? Because like, oh, the only reason I'm following you is because of this. Well, I it's mostly out of laziness because I don't everyone that like follows me, I don't necessarily go through their timeline. Would this be someone I'd be interested in following? Mm-hmm. Like, but I was like, oh, this is interesting. Read his timeline. Okay, this guy's worth a follow. But if somebody followed me, I'd be like, oh, that's really nice, cool. And then like, oh, the only reason I'm doing that is because, like, oh, dude, I might have just gotten him one more follower, two more followers, ten more followers just by mentioning take down Milano. So um, if he's that sensitive, then I don't want him listening to this podcast. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to keep putting him down even more. You know what? He's probably ugly too. (laughs) You know, I'm going to go give him a follow right now. (laughs) 
you should give him a follow. I feel John's going to give you now. a follow. John's going to give you a follow. You know what? I'm going to unfollow him just because he's so sensitive. <laughs> he sounds like a jerk. <laughs> if we're being honest, uh, <laughs> take down Milano at take down Milano. You guys don't like that one? I like it. Is this Twitter or Instagram? Twitter. Maybe he's on Instagram too. I'm going to go check to see if take down Milano is on Instagram. <laughs> It'd be funny if like his whole entire Instagram account is dedicated to like Josh Allen though instead of Matt Milano. Uh, so the Bills signed edge rusher uh, Leonard Floyd. Now we have to talk about Josh Allen gracing the covers, doing EA the favor of being on the cover of their somewhat prestigious football games video game cover. So I'll start first with this one because uh, we had had rumors of it starting last week. Uh, John and I were going to talk to it, talk about it, but you know we wanted to wait till it was official if it was going to be going to be official. Hopefully, Mike would be back by then, so he's here tonight. And then also, uh, you know, we'd have more to talk about. We'd get into the curse a little bit. So first things first, um, I'll say I was really it was really cool seeing it firsthand because you had kind of hoped that uh, it's funny with Josh Allen's success. I feel like there's a success to Buffalo. Like it's a stupid thing. For me personally, but I like it when I see Josh Allen on a national commercial. And I know that sounds weird to other fan bases. Like, who cares? He makes the money you don't. Like, yeah, I get that. But it's just the fact that somebody from Buffalo has a face that people recognize and that they care about and that they know. Like, to me, that's cool. That's cool. I can't remember the last time the Bills had a player like that that was worthy of being on a Gillette commercial. Or being the face of Madden. Like, honestly, I can't. I can't remember that at a time the Bills either drafted a guy or had a guy in his prime worthy of that. So, um, this is. We always have mentioned how exciting a time this is to be a Bills fan. It was kind of personified in this moment this last week for me. Of course, you're worried about the curse a little bit. I'll get, I'll get back to that in a moment. But, John, I mean, does that kind of go into your thoughts of what it was like to see. Josh Allen on the Madden. And we'll talk about later if we actually play Madden or not, or if we might even buy the game because of it. But uh, what were your thoughts on it when you when you saw the news? I don't understand why it's a big deal, to be honest with you. Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's a video game. Did you did you not hear all those things I just said? <laughs> I mean, to me, it's a big deal. It's a big deal because it's national recognition. I do you, think. Do you get it's like an iconic game, game every year? Like, I don't an, understand. It's, it's an iconic does, game. Does anybody, does anybody play Madden anymore? It's like the only game you can play. No, you're, that's a good point. I don't play Madden anymore. I haven't, played, I haven't bought a Madden game in 12 years. <laughs> so it's been a while. I don't play it. But I know other people play it, right? So, like, kids are going to actually choose to be Madden. Like, I remember when uh, – what was it? I have no idea which Madden game it was, but it was like Michael Vick was on the cover. And Mike always wanted to play Madden and be Michael Vick every time. It annoyed the hell out of me because they made Michael Vick like a freaking like little, you know, uh, silverfish on the – or whatever those fast bugs are that move around really quick <laughs> on the floor, like <laughs> like that's how Mike was with Michael Vick. So yeah, but they could have put anybody on the cover. He still could have played as Michael Vick. Yeah, but it makes you want to play like him because he is the way he is, and you know that they're going to give him more features, like more because he's on the cover, like things that he does that maybe not yeah, all the other not players do. He's not going to be an eighty-four overall. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if they did, though? <laughs> Josh Allen on the cover, he's like, yeah, he's 87. <laughs> it's like, yeah. He's got to be a 99, right? Or at least, a, what do you think they give him? I don't they think so. They can't give him a 99, right? That's like all Madden team rating. That's probably, he's probably like a 94 or 5, right? Maybe, hopefully it goes up throughout the season. Mm, 
I do like that about Madden. I think Is I'm going to play Tecmo Super Bowl after this. <laughs> well, it stinks, John, because you have a Nintendo Switch, and they don't have Madden for Nintendo Switch. I just found that out in our conversations before the podcast, because I assumed it was on every single platform, PlayStation, Xbox. Like, I, I had no idea why, they, why it's not on Nintendo Switch, which is kind of crazy. I wouldn't play it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you're old school. You're Tecmo Bowl. You Tecmo Super Bowl old school. Um, yeah, like I mean, they update those like they not not Tecmo, but like people update those rounds every year, like the ratings, the players, like even the the number of teams. Like when the game came out, there's only 28 teams. There's you can get it now in a ROM and play with all 32 teams. It's crazy. That's really cool. Do you update yours every year? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go check it out. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. Mike, are you going to get the new Madden game because of it? Absolutely. John just likes pretending to be that curmudgeon on the porch. Get off my lawn, you kids. <laughs> John hates new things. <laughs> With a passion. We new things. So you just talk, we just talked about the Switch. That's, that's a new thing, relatively. Since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> there have been, like, how many PlayStation versions since the Switch came out? <laughs> Yeah, and the all. switch and the switch is outselling them all. They're like third all time in console sales. You think and they're Madden, still going? Madden would because do their best to make it compatible. <laughs> when people need a cheap alternative for the kids, <laughs> I don't think any of them are cheap, including the switch. <laughs> How much does a switch cost? It's like three hundred. All right. Oh, that's like half the price of <laughs> PlayStation. <laughs> Well, then I'll Can't get it. Can even get, <laughs> can't even get a PlayStation 5. <laughs> you can't get a PlayStation 5. That's how crappy it is. Like They don't even have enough of them. 500 for a PlayStation 5. To me, I'm always in that thing where it's like, I don't want to get the PlayStation 5 because in two more years, the PlayStation 6 is going to come out, which is going to be the same price as I if I play... The life, isn't the life cycle seven, eight years now? Is it seven, eight years? Yeah, and I guess been, it is. Yeah, for a good console, like two? the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> the switch, the switch's lifespan is like going to be thirteen and a half years. It's going to last. You got to pull the trigger, man. Amortize the cost. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You mean of a PlayStation Five? Yeah. I think you just want me to pl- get a PlayStation Five so you can play the PlayStation Five too. <laughs> That's fair. I would want you to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe you're you not more excited about man. Madden got you through being an RA, man. Like, remember, you had to, you're supposed to come up with every semester, you're supposed to come up with programs to engage the students on your floor so you can keep all the free money that they throw at you for being an RA when you do nothing. <laughs> and here's what Nate did organize a Madden tournament, <laughs> which involves taping a piece of paper to the wall and being like, oh, how many people showed up? There, you guys play each other in Madden. See you <laughs> next week. <laughs> It was once a month. I'll see you next month. (laughs) (laughs) That was Nate's enrichment program. Were you there for that one? Did I invite you to it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, we taped the piece of paper and then we left. (laughs) (laughs) I needed your help for that one. That was a big project. That was a big RA project. Yeah, that was... That was nice. I think one of them, too, one of the RA activities was a fantasy football league. <laughs> Things I was already doing, and I was just like, ah, look, that seems easy. So I don't think I even did something the last month. And I'm like, what are they going to do, kick me out as an RA? It's like, I, got a, I, got some, I got finals. So, yeah. And your one, your one field trip was to the casino. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, it was I, it was from the north campus of UB uh, to the south campus of UB. <laughs> see, guys, as you can see, we went between Amherst and downtown Buffalo. All right. Well, that concludes today's field trip. <laughs> Find your own way home. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> yeah, I used to. Speaking of that, I used to uh, when I had to was required like once a month or once every two three weeks to be at the RA office like till midnight or something in case someone had an incident. Like I would just pull my Xbox down there and play, you know, NHL or Madden or whatever. I usually invite someone over if they were like, you know, if they weren't an RA or something, they could just make a night of it because I couldn't do anything else. So I had to stay there. It was fun. You didn't always stay though, did you? <laughs> <laughs> whatever do you mean, Mike? <laughs> The one I, time <laughs> evil, mate, evil mate won out. <laughs> Have you ever made a gamble and you thought for sure it was a you were gonna win the bet and then you ended up losing terribly? That was that was me. That was me. That one night that Mike's referring to. I didn't think you were gonna bring that up, but since we're talking about Nate's RA discussions, um, I had told the one time where like I almost got my butt kicked by a resident and I, somehow I talked my way out of it. I'm still impressed to this day that I talked my way out of it. So it was funny. It had to do with some, anyway, it was, it was something I probably deserved a little bit, but probably not because violence is never the answer. But so this one is a story about how um, I was in a fraternity and the first year, uh, what was it? So, so you had to, as an RA, like I said, like once every two or three weeks, you had to stay in the RA office to like midnight on a Friday night or Saturday night or whatever. And you were basically on call. So the other RA that I was with, like ended at 10. And then I was like, Hey, when you're done at 10, I have to, I had this, like, I, it wasn't like it was a rush party or something like something formal and fraternity that I shouldn't miss. So I was like, forward it to my cell phone. And I have a five, eight, five number. I didn't realize that at the time you could forward a 585 number. I was like, forward it to my cell phone number, and I'll call if there's an issue, and I'll run home from South Campus to North Campus. He's like, okay. So I get back to my dorm room at like 2 in the morning, and there's like two voicemails. I'm like, uh-oh. Like, that's not good. The first voicemail is the RA saying, hey, Nate, I can't forward this phone, the RA phone, to – your cell phone because it says it can't do a 585 number. So I'm forwarding it to your door room. I'm like, oh, you should have called me then. <laughs> you should have texted me or called me and told me that you couldn't do that. Okay. And then the second one is like, or no, there was three voicemails. The second one was, this is the Amherst Police Department. <laughs> we heard that there's an issue in your floor. You know, this is, I'm like, oh shit. Like that's, that's not good. And then the third voicemail is like the RA director saying, Nate, uh, there's an issue on one of your floors where, uh, you're supposed to be on call and you're not there. Like, uh, I need you to end up here, like over at this dorm room or something like that. We need you to come here. <sighs> so, so I, I immediately change out of my jeans and my shirt or whatever, like go into my pajama pants, <laughs> like put on a pajama shirt, rustle up my hair completely, like, you know, splash some water on myself or whatever. It makes it look like I just woke up. <laughs> Why I woke up after not hearing three phone calls and three voicemails, I don't know. But I ran over and like my socks or my flip-flops or my slippers, run over to the dorm room, like, hey, what happened? Sorry, I just got the voicemail. <laughs> like... <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, where were you? I'm like, oh, I was just asleep. I was studying, and I must have passed out in the middle of studying. You know, something I, that, that I, I, they couldn't prove my alibis. 
<laughs> Always leave it open-ended. Don't get too specific. <laughs> Something that they can't ask my professor about. So I was oh, no, it was nothing serious. It's just someone, like, got sick off of something they ate, and they called the, you know, emergency department. I'm like, oh, okay, good to know. And then at the end, like, I either talked my way out of it or I made it sound like I was that care. They're just like, hey, get some sleep tonight, all right? Okay, okay, well. (laughs) 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 Like, you know, if you ever, again, one of those gambles I made, which definitely lost Ed, but also if – not for nothing. I kind of won that gamble because nothing bad or serious happened, you know? So, got lucky on that one. Anyway, thanks for bringing that one on up, Mike. <laughs> one of my favorite RA stories. That's an RA. So, there's a few of them. That was a good one. <laughs> the other was... <laughs> the other you brought up eloquently was coming up with a... You always had to come up with an event once a month, and mine was a Madden tournament. <laughs> I like getting the most bang of the buck for the least amount of work. <laughs> That's always, people are setting up like political. It was like George Bush versus Al Gore, like a political discussion. I'm like, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> and it did not. So like, you know, there's a good one. So anyway, I think, I think I had golden eye too, as like another one, <laughs> like playing N64, which still wasn't current at the time, but might've been the newest system for N- or Nintendo at the time because of their lifespan. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So cool, John. And so, Mike, Josh Allen on the cover of Madden. Yeah, I'll be buying it and playing it. It'll be awesome. <laughs> I was thinking. So we talked briefly about. I wasn't even going to bring this up in the podcast, but for people that are following us throughout the season, uh, we're thinking about doing a preview episode coming up this season. But like, I might have on, or maybe Mike, you can do this too if you're going to get. Because I don't. My PS3 is the earliest system that I have. If you get it. Like, you could have that going on in the background, so you can tell me how, like, if the Bills are playing the Dolphins next week and we're doing a preview podcast, we're going to talk about the betting lines and stuff like that. Mike can have the game going on in the background and be like, ooh, you know, look, Mike, Josh Allen just threw a 40-yard bomb to Gabriel Davis or something, right? Like, that would be fun, fun live updates as we're as we're talking. But uh, I like the idea of playing it. I haven't played a man game in forever. Mike, when was the last time you played a man game or ball? Uh, one of my cousins has it, and... Uh... The latest one or like a few years ago? Yeah, latest one. Oh, nice. How much has it changed since since we used to play more often? Like, is it like night and day? I think the criticism is that they don't add a ton every year because they're the only ones. It's not groundbreaking because they're the only one with the NFL license. So people wish they they did did more. But, um, I mean, if you want a football game. There's no competition, you know. It's, That's all you know what you're getting. I think what what in playing with him, um, like if I'm winning, just destroying someone isn't as you know. You feel a little bit bad, a little tinge of guilt. And then if someone beats you, you feel a little like like you don't like that person as much. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like they've really missed the dropped the ball with like two player football, right? Like yes. we could play together against the computer, go through a season like you can with basketball, baseball, yeah. or, I mean anything. Oh, there's Every sport. Other lens sport, it better. Hockey, games, yeah. Has figured out the two player versus the computer whereas football has not. Like we tried that, right? And I'm like, if I'm the quarterback, I'm doing everything. I don't even even need you on the team. I'm not going to throw you the ball if I want to win because you're just <laughs> controlling the guy. You're not running the route, right? Yeah, yeah, never, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. They have not picked up on that two player 
system as well. That would be a lot of fun if there was some way to like go with a friend, either couch or network co-op or whatever, online co-op where you could go through a season together, go to a Super Bowl. Like you could talk about like with your friends, like how to draft a team, like how to manage the salary cap. Like that's fun. Mm -hmm. That's a really fun part of it. But you just do it yourself. It's like literally like the only player that you'd want to be, obviously you or I would be quarterback or whatever, but then what's the other player that someone would want to be on offense? Because defense isn't too bad. Defense is not too bad two players because right. you could figure out totally. something. Like that's – it's just see ball tackle, right? Like see – you know, but uh, – Maybe you like, alternate quarterback each play? Alternate quarterback. Or like one guy's a running back, I guess, and you, the other person would be like, how come we're not running the ball more often? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Get a little bit of that, you know? So, but it's almost impossible though to catch the ball really well if you're like one of the players, you know, unless you run the perfect route. Like it's just, it's not. I think switching the quarterback. How has no one arrived at that? We just came up with it in five seconds. Okay, just alternating the quarterback, game changer. (laughs) But then you'd be pissed and be like, dude, last time you've taken the quarterback, like you've thrown like three picks. Whereas I've thrown three touchdowns. It'd be every alternate every once. We could like fight and bicker in real time, right? It'd be like, oh, I'm 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 gonna do this play, and like, ah. if you get mad at the other guy, just be the center and be like, oh, oh, I got him. I accidentally let the guy through again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, speaking of beating people, Mike, so this is one of my first, like, thing when you were in high school, the first time you ever invited me over to your house, like, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, the, I was a new new guy to the school. Like, I can tell the story about how I met John sometime when we played soccer. But the story about how I met Mike was he was in – Geez, you were in most of my classes, actually, freshman year of high school. And you invite me over, like, hey, you want to come over and play video games? I'm like, sure, I love video games. I don't have any of them, but I love video games. So doesn't Mike put on Matt? No, it wasn't Madden. It was game day. Game day back in the day. And you want to give like, out our social security numbers too, man? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, game Dame gay. I don't know. Something, something different. <laughs> uh, and... I'd never even played a PlayStation before. Like, this is new. Oh, this is cool. Great graphics, right? And, like, you beat me, like, 72 to, like, 7. <laughs> so everything that you – so it's ironic because the whole time you're talking about this, like, when someone's beating you or when you're winning, you kind of feel bad. By the way, I didn't get that feeling at all from you when you were being the snot out of me. <laughs> when you were curb stomping me in game day, like, I wasn't like, oh, Mike feels bad about this. Like, I learned yeah, empathy in my late st- 20s. <laughs> 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 just click. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> it was not at at age fourteen. <laughs> so, so what's funny is uh, is that you were like when you're telling the story about your cousin, then you're like, oh, when they beat you, you kind of hate them a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, I know that feeling too. <laughs> so, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. That direct, uh, yeah, empathy. I'm glad you finally figured that out. So, it's too bad it was uh, fourteen years too late or whatever. <laughs> Ten years, but I'm glad you. I probably had to do with family too. It's a lot easier to beat someone that you're uh, you're not related to. So, yeah. What about the? So we talked about buying the game. When the last time you bought a game was? Um, by the way, I put some toll uh, uh, some polls on Twitter. 
The first one I'm going to talk about is when was the last time you bought a new Madden game? The first time, last time with me was like 2011. So the majority of people said not in the last decade have they bought a Madden game. Then 29%, so that won with 44%. 29% said in the last three to four years. And then 26% said last year. So a quarter of our followers are basically buying them on a yearly basis, it feels like. And then I said, do you plan on buying Madden 24 since Josh Allen is officially on the cover? And 76% said yes. So, like, it's a big deal as a Bills fan. Like, I, w- I, I, I might not even have a system that will play it, but I would buy the game just for that. How, how many How many of those 76% were going to buy it either way, though, is the question. Is it, like, how many were only because of Josh Allen? Well, like, it feels like, so I said, you know, how was the last time people bought it a new Madden game? So 26% of them had bought them in the last year. So it seems at least, like, 26% are buying them year after year. So if 76% are buying it next year because Josh Allen's on the cover, you think it's almost like a from 26% to 76%. Like that's like a twofold, threefold increase in sales from Bills fans. Do you think it's like a collectible thing? Like they, they'll have it in the wrapper and just never open it? That's why I would buy I'm it. I'm definitely because... doing it, yeah. I'm going to wait a year for the that one I'm not going to open. <laughs> <laughs> Or two or three. I would have buy it for PlayStation 5. I don't have a PlayStation 5. <laughs> I don't even have a PlayStation 4. But You're going to buy the electronic version. <laughs> I'm buying the Atari version. It's just, yeah, I, I, like I, w- I would buy it just for that. Just to, I would buy a poster of Josh Allen on the Madden cover because of how cool that looks. You know? I, I just... Like it is, it is cool. Like there were two different covers. They showed one of him being like him jumping into like a stands with Bills fans grabbing him, which we found out later they were Bills fans from an LA backers bar. And those LA backers Bills fans didn't even know they were going to be on the cover of Madden. They just came for a photo shoot with Josh Allen, which why wouldn't you do right? But they didn't know why. Um, if and I was one you, of those people, I would definitely buy it. Oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then you have, you know, the one where he's like kind of looking down and he has his hands like in his collar, like, like grabbing onto him with his head kind of pointed down. That's a cool picture. Um, and he's also wearing his never, ever give up, uh, bracelet, which might have no meaning for most of the fan base, which I totally get, but it was, uh, we had someone on to talk about that four years ago, um, which is basically like the super Cade thing where, this this little boy who had uh, I, I I apologize if I can't remember I believe it was cancer and he had strokes and he was left blind from the strokes caused by cancer and like he came in to talk to the Buffalo Bills Josh Allen Sean McDermott and to like kind of give an inspiring speech about like how important it is to never give up and it was really cool and the Bills did a cool embedded series about it and I had someone on to talk about it and he actually kept the the bracelet like that's the only thing that you would see on there so it's a it's a foundation that's close to Jordan Palmer his coach in the offseason so then it became close to Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes like those guys so it was cool that they allowed him to do that because you know a, a brand like EA and John Madden would be like you know take it off we don't we don't want anything distracting from you know uh the cover but uh that was on and i saw that the the never ever give up uh foundation um tweeted that out so that was pretty cool to see so yeah another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anywho, Madden curse, guys. You can't talk about the Madden cover with talking about the Madden curse and the fact that, like, in the history... So, of the 22 players that have been selected to grace the cover of Madden games, now 23 with Josh Allen, but the 22 players that have been selected previously, 16 have had troubling or abruptly shortened seasons following their cover debut, including several who suffered season-ending injuries shortly after their game hit shelves. So... What I have to ask you guys is, do you believe in the Madden curse? And does this make you worried for Josh Allen at all? Mike, I'll start with you on this one. Actually, John, hold on for a second. Let me ask Mike on this one. Hold on. He's not moved. He's, 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 I, he had, he was ready. He was, he had his hand on the trigger. He was going to say something, but I want, I, I usually ask him to start. Mike, I want you to weigh in on this one. Madden curse. Are you worried? Did it even cross your mind? It didn't. It crossed my mind because in the the glory days that you reference, we talked about a lot because it 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 seemed to strike people down. Right? It was in popular culture. But you and I are rational human beings. We do not believe in the occult, like John. Like we have nothing, <laughs> nothing to worry about. There is no Madden curse. Brady was on the cover, won a Super Bowl. Mahomes was on the cover, won a Super Bowl, and the same thing will happen to Allen, in my opinion. Maybe it'll be a blessing now after Madden. Like Madden died last year, now it's start turning turning a new leaf. Of, of are you are you are you implying that John Madden dying ended the Madden curse? <laughs> sure, I don't. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe Alan would have been on it last year. Who knows? Uh... it just came to me when when you get the Madden twenty four game and you have it playing in the background where we're doing the preview of the Bills next season game and you talk about it, we'll call that 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 portion of the podcast the simulation within the simulation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when they turn off the simulation. <laughs> like, All we're doing is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Maybe it'll nope. start a new era right of like the player on the front being the, the uh, MVP of the season, the Super Bowl MVP, and maybe it's awesome. Go ahead, John. Poo-poo. Wait, wait, wait. Before John talks, I don't think he believes in the man curse. I don't think he does, so I think you you're, you went the other way. So, John, John, you, Mike is like, John believes in the occult. I don't think John believes in the man curse. John? Am I good to go now? <laughs> you may now speak. <laughs> oh, good. Um, no, I'm not worried about any bad curse because the bills are already cursed, right? Like, it, it, you can't just keep – it's not an See? additive thing. They're, they're cursed already, so <laughs> – John's John's of the occult of, of the Bills being cursed no matter what happens. But, Nothing to do I with mean, the specific to Madden, Mahomes broke it easily anyway. He won the Super Bowl that year uh, a couple of years ago. So like it, that's over. I, anyway, I, I I'm not I that doesn't mean anything to me. 
Guess how many players have won it after being on the cover out of the 22 players? How many won it after being on the cover? They had never won one. I should preface it by saying that. How many players that had never won one, but then won one after being on the cover? You mean directly or at some point after? At some point after, not not directly. Out of 22. (laughs) Peyton Hillis was not one. No. (laughs) Peyton (laughs) Hillis was not one. Oddly enough, that is the last time I bought a Madden game. Peyton Hillis was on it. Um, Is it just one? It was... So Patrick Mahomes won one after. Odell Beckham Jr. won one after. There might have been three. Hold on. What was the third one? Was it Antonio Brown won one after? Antonio Brown won one as a Buccaneer, but he was on the cover as a sealer. So so there's three. Yes. Unless Brady – was Mahomes on after he won it? The year – yeah, the year he was on the cover, he won it. The next Super Bowl he won. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, yeah, three. So it's possible. Not as common as you might think, but there's nothing to do. It's all random. Like, there's nothing that says that because something happened to some other player. It's just like people always say, don't draft a quarterback from this college because they haven't had any successful quarterback. Well, it's like if you said that, like, don't draft a quarterback from Wyoming because they've never had a Pro Bowl quarterback or whatever. Like, that's that's ridiculous. Like, there's nothing that happened previously affects what happens in the future, right? It's just like when they show you at the casino, at the Delago Resort and Casino, like they show you the, the dice that have been uh, rolled for, uh, well, it's not craps, it's uh, roulette, right? They show you, oh, it's been like, you know, five reds and ten blacks. Like, uh, there's been ten blacks in a row. We're due for a red or something like that. Like, everything they had previously has nothing to do with how, you know, the, the roulette table is going to roll for wherever that ball lands. The ball does not care if it was on a black or a red just then it's just it's gonna go where it's gonna go you know so uh yeah i don't believe in it i i just can't help but think about it because i'm not superstitious but i'm a little stitious you know so uh yeah i I think about it i think about it guess how many bills fans believe in the madden curse if you had to give a percentage how many believe in the madden curse out of 100 percent? john doesn't want to go first because he wants to give the over or under based on what mike does Mike, do you want to give a percentage? I'll say 50. 51. <laughs> 51 do or don't believe in it? They don't believe in it, right? No, he was saying yes, sure. and the answer is less. No, no, no. No. Just he w- no. <laughs> <laughs> the way you phrased it, I'm right. Because <laughs> it's less I, than 50, and he said no, over. No, I meant, what Nate, I meant exactly what Nate just said. I said both. I said do you, they don't believe in it. I said so. I, I think I phrased the question: <laughs> How many people don't believe in the Madden curse? Right? Mike said fifty. Yeah, Forty-nine. Play it back. Play it back. Wait. Wait. How does the, how's the question again? <laughs> I'm all okay. confused. Okay. Okay. Because I didn't give it away. Like I kind of went two different ways. I said, uh, "How many Bills fa- fans don't believe in the Madden curse?" I'm being robbed. 40, 49, because it's Bills fans. They're going to be optimistic. 48. 47. <laughs> Ooh, all My right. true Let's answer this. is in the 20s. <laughs> 21. <laughs> so you think Bills fans are that superstitious that they're like, No, oh, we're really saying worried. they're not. Okay, we're racing okay. to the bottom of no one believes okay. in that bullshit. Okay. You guys are getting closer. You guys haven't made it down far enough. We're racing to the bottom. I wonder. I wonder if you did the poll like on a year that it wasn't Josh Allen, like if it would be the percentages oh, would be yeah. higher. Thinking curse because it's not like Josh Allen. They're like, oh no, there can't be a curse. 
yeah. I don't believe in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's a good point because they're probably skewed because, like, I can't believe that there's a curse. Like, I can't worry about that. Like, I got enough things to worry about. Just trying to win a Super Bowl here. So I uh, – 85% said that they don't believe in it. So basically, like, only less than 15% believe in the Madden curse. Yes. So you guys kept going down and down, so no one wins that one. <laughs> um, so it was it was interesting to say that. I, I guess I always kind of believed in it, but now I hope it doesn't exist. That's what it comes down to. I hope it's just, it's just non-existent because there's been a lot of players that have been on there that just haven't, haven't done well. So, yeah. Think about Peyton. I mean, we mentioned Peyton Hillis. I mean, think about Peyton Hillis. After he was on the cover, did he even play another season after that? I think his season was, or his career was done. I'm pretty sure after that season. So I think his deal with I the never devil would have guessed was he would have been year. on the cover. His deal with the devil was one year. <laughs> have you ever seen a bigger fall from grace? Like, I'm trying to think of a player that just, like, broke out like crazy and then all of a sudden went into obscurity. Maybe Josh Gordon, but Josh Gordon's was all self like, you know, self-sabotage almost, right? Like, I can't think of a player that was that off the top of my head. Like, dude, this this guy is so good. And then he went from, like, is he even in the league anymore? <laughs> like, did, I think it's did he get injured or something? Yeah, it was, or... it, was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a rash of injuries. Just like, hold on. Okay. A former fullback turned running back, Peyton Hillis came off the bench for the Cleveland Browns in 2010 to smash his way to 1,177 yards rushing and 477 yards receiving in a surprising season that put all eyes on the otherwise unheralded bruiser. Dude, Americans, I mean, and I include myself in this, we love an underdog story, don't we? I don't know if every other country in the world loves it. That's just human nature. But sometimes I think it's America more than anything just because of the way that we were founded. By the end of the season, Hillis, who had only rushed for 397 yards over two seasons in the NFL before this breakout year, was in elite territory with the likes of Marshall Falk and other dual-threat rushers who terrorized opponents with both their catching and running abilities. In the contest to determine the Madden NFL 2020, I'm sorry, 2012 cover athlete, Hillis was chosen over Ray Rice, which was a good decision, by the way. Hillis was chosen over Ray Rice. Geez, if you had had Ray Rice on the cover, you'd be like, maybe there is a real Madden curse, too. Hillis was chosen over Ray Rice, Matt Ryan, Michael Vick, and Super Bowl MVP Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Aaron Rodgers was ever on the cover, to be honest. I'm most positive he wasn't. Hillis's troubles began well before the 2011 season with heated contract disputes leading to trouble in the Cleveland clubhouse, then physical troubles that included a bout with strep throat and an injured geez, strep throat. <laughs> okay. A bout with strep throat and an injured hamstring that had him missing games all season and generally failing to get in sync with the team. He ended up playing in only 10 games that season, accumulating just 587 yards rushing in a significant letdown from his highlight-filled 2010 performance. The Browns declined to resign him following the season, and he left the team as a free agent. Wow. Aaron Rodgers was not on the cover of Madden. How crazy is that? If you think of, like, best players in the last decade or two, in the last 22 seasons or whatever, I, w- I would have thought Aaron Rodgers would have made it. My biggest surprise. I remember when Madden was on the cover of Madden. You mean in his death last year or the first year ever? The Yeah, at the beginning. Beginning, yeah. Yeah. I remember playing that game. I remember playing it on, like, a computer before I think they even had it on, like, game systems, like, keyboard, like, up, up, left, right, run, 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 run. (laughs) I remember I had a couple different ones for the Super Nintendo. That's when it started, right? Super Nintendo. Yeah, in that era, yeah. 90, it must have been 2000. Was it 93? 
somewhere around there. So this, so this Madden cover really has to do with like 2000 on, and this is like the big name covers. This isn't just like, of course, maybe there were players on the actual covers when it was like, yeah, yeah. or were there on the on the? Uh, I feel like Barry Sanders was on one, wasn't he? Barry Sanders was on one. Um, I just didn't think it was. Uh, Barry Sanders was. Hold on. Barry Sanders. And Barry Sanders was, was already cursed because he was on the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. It was 2000 was Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders and Dorsey Levins. Who? <laughs> Green Bay. Jeez. Good call. Green Bay. It was Green Bay. Nice. So that was fun. I mean, this is like a kind of a, an interesting discussion about the Buffalo Bills, the Madden cover, Leonard Floyd. I mean, this is this is an exciting offseason so far. Now, the next time we talk, I doubt there's going to be another huge signing because I don't know how they... DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre, <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins is not coming to Buffalo. He just... Who did he just meet with? The Patriots and the Titans? He's just... They're just doing feelers, you know, that he's really going to come to Buffalo. I mean, they're not ruling it out. They're definitely not ruling it out, especially if you talk to, like, the players like Josh Allen or whatever. Like, they're, they're not saying that he's... Oh, he won't come. They're like, ah, Bean could do some magic. He's a wizard. No. Von Miller can recruit him. <laughs> we should talk about, because the Bills, this team in general, especially after the signing of Leonard Floyd, which we mentioned was like our fourth biggest need on the roster heading into the offseason, like the Bills have got to be, besides I would say a middle linebacker, they're either the same or better at every single position than last year, especially when Von Miller comes back, which we think it'll probably be week seven or week I think after the after you can get off the pup or whatever, like they'll be the best, barring any major injuries. Knock on wood, this will be the best the team has ever been since. Besides middle linebacker, every position. I mean, think about safety. Like the Bills have Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer back healthy, and then you also have Taylor Rapp, who would be a starting safety on almost every other team as the primary backup. Okay, you talk about running back. I mean, they have Damian Harris, James Cook, Naeem Hines. Um, who am I missing? The guy they just signed from the Raiders. That was on the Raiders. That was on the Broncos. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I can't. See, he's like the fifth guy. He's like the fifth best guy, right? Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, that's how good the ring backs are. I just think the offensive line, the interior of the offensive line is the best it's ever been under Josh Allen. Um, defensive tackle, defensive end, like, it's just as good or better than last year. I'd say better in every aspect. It's just middle linebacker. We don't know. And we're not 100% sure it's going to be worse without Tremaine Andrews. We just don't know what their scheme is going to be. So I'm excited. Bills fans should be excited um, as well. Like, this is this is going to be a fun season. So um, I can sum that up in two words. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I like it, John. So I, I got to be honest. I wasn't feeling that <coughs> way at the beginning of the offseason. I'm feeling a lot better about that. So feels good. So before we do any final thoughts, um, this episode of Circling the Wagons was brought to you by the Twin Spires Sportsbook at DeLago, where every moment is a winning moment. Are there any final thoughts from you guys before we end this podcast and, uh, and we talk to everyone uh, before Father's Day or anything? Does it matter where Delvin Cook comes up? I prefer I, he... I know people are, people are talking about Miami, but I don't, I don't know if that matters for us as much. I mean, he's good. He's a good player. He's good. So good. Um, I prefer he didn't end up in the same division. <laughs> Just like I hope DeAndre Hopkins doesn't end up in the same conference. <laughs> um, do we care? I think it makes a difference on the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are a good team before him, and I think they just get a they just get that extra push with him there, don't you? 
Yeah, probably. It might be enough to cover up some serious flaws when Tua isn't healthy. If he if he ends up having any issues, this, I mean, this, the Bills are going to sweep them either way. Is what I'm saying. Probably. Right. No. Good. <laughs> I forgot about the uh, the schedule. I don't know if we talked about that when we did the schedule release, but are the Bills playing the Dolphins early in the season again, where it's going to be really hot? I think don't play them till October, and I can't remember where. Well, let me get get you that information. And then the second game is in December, and I also don't remember which one is which. They play the Dolphins in Buffalo in October, and then they play them in Miami in January seventh. So. We won't have to deal with the heat. January 7th. Is that the last game? January that is 7th. the last sounds, game. Sounds like super late. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make it there first. It's I, like wild card weekend. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did end up taking a half day off each after each primetime game from work. So like my boss must... I waited a couple weeks before I did it after the schedule was released. But my boss must have been like, these are odd days to take only a half day off in the morning <laughs> for like... Every single day after. Just to be safe. If I don't use them, I don't use them. I can bank them, but this way I have it covered just in case. Yeah. I took a couple days off after the Super Bowl. <laughs> Did you? Oh, I got to do that next. I got to do that next. My boss is a Bills fan, too, so he'd love that. He would love that. If I just mentioned that, he might even give them to me for free. That's how much of a Bills fan he is. <laughs> so... Cool. Um, so no more final thoughts. Thank you guys all for listening. Um, thank you for being a part of the show. Uh, if you guys have anything that you want to add to the podcast, any questions, any comments, um, feel free to email us, ctwpod at gmail.com or DM us over Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at ctwpod, like Circling the Wagons Pod. Check us out there. Uh, we have a sale going on right now for our T Public site. Check the link in the show notes. For that we have like a bunch of new designs and our uh, designer nick is working on a bunch of new madden designs too so that'll be cool so uh again thank you guys all for listening thank you to the twin spire sportsbook at delago for sponsoring this podcast the best sports book within a thousand miles easily so um signing off for john go bills bills make me want to shout take down milano has followed me back things are good he follows back that's another reason everyone should follow him take down milano oh man so signing off for mike go bills and for me nate go bills uh we'll talk to you guys again next week during father's day see ya
Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs>